Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I am your host, Sheena Hunt entrepreneur, consultant, business coach, operations expert, purpose pusher, and resident rich auntie. I am so grateful to have you tuning into the show today. I have such great goodies in store for you on this episode as we discuss all things goals. A new year brings about a time when we're all sitting down, looking towards the future and deciding what we want that to look like. So let's chat about how we can do that effectively in 2021. Grab your tea and let's talk. If you noticed, I'm starting this without the announcement of the segment names. If you've been a longtime subscriber of the show, you know I like to change it up a bit and allow the show to evolve as time goes on. These are often based on what I can tell my audience reacts to and not to mention to ensure we're not allowing the show to become stale. I don't like stale. I like to keep things fresh, keep you on your toes. So in 2021, there will not be segments, at least not for the moment. So with that being said, does that mean I still want to talk about current events, self-care or black excellence, spotlighting amazing entrepreneurs? No. (laughs) It means when I do shows, it will literally be interwoven as needed in the overall messaging of the show to keep things flowing. I'm all about flow this year. So it also means that sometimes these topics may be on their own episode entirely, allowing me more time to explore certain topics without the constraints of moving on to the next segment to meet a timeline. So basically what I'm telling you is segments are gone for the moment. (laughs) The show's focus remains the same, speaking to the whole entrepreneurial woman, empowering women, motivating women, entrepreneurs, making sure that you have the information you need to just have an amazing business and amazing life, providing insight and tools to see greater impact in your business and in your life. With that said, before I hop into talking about goals, I do want to speak briefly on the heinous domestic terrorism that we saw in the Capitol on the 6th. I would love to say that America is better than that, but... I know our history, and if you listen to this show, 
you know quite a bit more about our history if you weren't already, you know, um, accustomed to learning all that stuff or hearing about a lot of it. We know our history, right? And so our history would say, yes, America can be this sometime. So I'd be lying to say that's not America, what we saw on the 6th. It absolutely is America. What I would rather say is America can be better than that. Everyone who thought they could carry out a coup in America must be held to account, charged and convicted all the way up to Donald John Trump. We can't allow such actions to be given any leeway. We can't just condemn, but we also have to convict. So I'm very glad that the House has chosen to impeach Trump, and he is now impeached, twice impeached as of the recording of this episode, and awaiting for those impeach- that, that impeachment article to go over to the Senate for conviction, um, which, should, which should start around the inauguration of Joe Biden. So I'm excited that at least the House did their due diligence and said, no, this is not OK. Um, as we look forward and up to this for, to the future for the country and our goals for this country, we know we want to continue to see ourselves improve in so many different areas. And we want to make sure that in that we are not giving leeway to terrorism to racism, to white supremacy, to those things growing in the shadows. We have to snuff those things out too. So that's what's important, I think, now as we have been, we had a nice bright light shown onto the Capitol that day um, with terrible people trying to carry out a very heinous act against our democracy. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen my tweets pushing for action across the board. But I know we will rise out of this. The focus must be placed on the groups who have done great harm to make sure they are arrested in jail for their acts and plans, no matter what their station in government, no matter what their station in public life or private life, no matter who they are, they must be held to account. We cannot allow that to happen. We will be better as a nation. And the first way that we do that is by ensuring that those people who carry out such heinous acts against the democracy of the United States of America are held to account. So I wanted to make sure I said something about that because I have not done an episode on it just yet. And it is still fresh. And I do believe in um, talking about things that are happening currently because it's a part of who we are. You know, we're not just running businesses. We're not just trying to live our lives in America. We are citizens of this country too. And for people who are global listeners, you know, you, you are unfortunately, often impacted as well by what happens in America. So we need to make sure that we are not just aware of what's happening, but we are willing and ready to do what's necessary to ensure the protection of our democracy and that we are active citizens calling for change, calling for us to see better in America. So I wanted to make sure I talked about that. Okay, let's talk goals in 2021. (sighs) As business owners, we know that having goals and plans are important to see in our continued growth and our movement forward, right? As you all know, I own the Devane Collective, a business coaching and consulting business that focuses on helping women entrepreneurs increase profitability and impact for their business. We focus on systems, data, messaging to make things happen while tapping into purpose. So as a business owner myself, I took some time to 
um, at the end of 2020 to begin just setting out our goals for the Devane Collective. So what do we want to see for the Devane Collective? Some things we focused on were this podcast because it is a part of the Devane Collective, coaching clients, uh, those who are looking for the, um, the opportunity to tap deeper into their purpose and to create and build their business out of that, or those who are just really wanting to um, wanting some help in defining their business, refining their business, and really just taking their business to the next level by implementing some systems, you know, creating a coherent and um, simplified message, reaching their audience, doing those things that are required. And another thing we're looking at is course creation. So a little bit more DIY, do-it-yourself, we tell you how to do things. You take the course, you learn how to do certain things that we offer as a service normally. You get a skinny down version of that so you can learn how to do it yourself for those entrepreneurs who just like, I just need to work in my own pace, my own time, and be able to do these things when I can, as well as sales and consulting. So how much overall do we want to make? What's our measure of impact we want, we want to see? How much do we want to grow our email list by? These are some of the questions we asked in the Devane Collective as we were trying to figure out, okay, what do we, what does it mean for us um, when it comes to what goals we want to have for 2021? I think you should ask yourself as you start the journey of setting goals of, for your business this year, some questions as well. So what are some of those questions you should be asking? And this is how I'm going to frame up this episode around the five questions. So I'm going to provide you with the five questions so that you can kind of get the juices flowing. If you haven't already set your goals for 2021, which is okay. So we're going to, we're going to start working on that right now. (laughs) So question number one, what is success for my business in 2021? What is success for my business in 2021? In answering this question, you need to be very specific. For example, this means, you know, 2,500 new email signups or $350,000 in sales, 25% growth in podcast listeners, you know, maybe 15 20% growth in clients. Make these successes grand yet still tangible Something you know with right the right work and focus you can absolutely reach. Sometimes we set our success as something we can reach by continuing status quo. And that ain't good enough, folks. We still want to have a little bit of a stretch in those goals. So when we talk about what is success for my business in 2021, don't make it small. You know, make it something that will require a bit of a stretch, something that will require you to move outside of your comfort zone and set those goals. Something you know you can reach if you just put in a little extra work, make it a little bit more of a time commitment, be more consistent. So that's question one. Question two, how do I measure my success? How do I measure my success? This is when we define our key performance indicators. My many, many, many (laughs) years in operations and in quality for Fortune 500 companies is showing here, but whatever. Key performance indicators are super important. So I want to make sure I talk about them. I know that way too often we set goals and have no real indicator of performance, right? So numbers we can set that tell us 
how we're doing as we move towards this goal. This is a a numeric metric for a goal usually. So it's the heart number that 25% growth in podcast listeners is measured by streaming percentage increase, right? Uh, Email signups, that that 2,500 new email signups that we have, want to have. um, That's by the number of new people added to the list. Revenue goals is almost, um, is um, the amount sold in dollars or in units. So think about what you want to define as your key performance indicator and tie them to those successes and those goals that you have for your company. The third question is, what is the path to success? What is the path to success? This is when we start doing that planning. The plan is how, right? How we get there. It outlines the actual steps we have to take, things we have to do, our actions that we need to do to meet the goals. The plan should be detailed. It can't be generalized. You can't say, for instance, well, increasing email signups, oh, we'll just increase our Facebook posts to get people to sign up to it. No, it has to be more focused than that. You have to tie it into content you're providing through signups, webinars, et cetera. Actual things you will do to encourage people to sign up without telling them to sign up, so to speak, right? So obviously you want... Tapping your form that people will be added to your email list if they submit the form for whatever it is you're giving away. You still want to be transparent. Transparency is key there. But you need an actual plan to capture those emails that's specific. That's the same for any other goal you have. How do you plan on hitting those numbers? And what will you need to do? When will you need to do them? So you need to create a real plan. Step by step, know the actions you want to take to meet the goals you have. Question number four, how do we do this? How do we do this? This is our focus um, on breaking it up into quarterly planning. Why quarterly planning? It's digestible. It allows for quicker pivots when necessary. If 2020 taught us nothing else. (laughs) It taught us things can change on a dime. So be prepared to change with it, right? That's something that I believe was the biggest lesson of 2020. So quarterly planning gives us the ability to do that. It allows us to track how we're doing against goals and make planning for the next quarter based off of that. It gives us an opportunity to truly look at what's happening and do the work to check and adjust check and adjust. That's what it allows us to do. So quarterly planning was something I implemented about two years ago, and I found it to be very helpful um, in in really being able to see significant change, significant growth, and to see me move closer and closer to hitting those goals. It felt more tangible. It felt easier to do. It wasn't this huge lofty goal all the way down at the end of the year that I need to hit that I may be meandering throughout the year and then, you know, final quarter, I'm trying to rush to make that goal. It gave me that big goal broken down into chunks quarter over quarter and allowed me to actually do the work, make adjustments, hit those smaller goals that would get me to my bigger goal and, you know, adjust as I need it or even scrap something if I needed like that goal 
no, that's not where, the way we want to go now. We don't think we want to do courses or we don't think we're going to actually do coaching. So it allowed us to have that flexibility within our business. So as we think about, you know, that what we've done, those changes we've made, I want us to use those that quarterly planning as an opportunity to check how we're doing and make any necessary adjustments. And that brings us to our fifth and final question. Number five, what triggers an adjustment or a pivot? What triggers an adjustment or a pivot? For this, we're bringing in the old PDCA model, plan, do, check, act, or adjust. This model allows us to take our planning and our actions we've taken and check via our KPIs, our key performance indicators, or market trends, whatever, the environment, whatever's going on, and make any necessary adjustments or actions as needed in real time. This is part of that quarterly planning reviewing what happened in previous quarters and determining if actions need to be taken to adjust our path, adjust our goal, scrap the goal, whatever. I know plenty of businesses probably do not use this model or anything like it, but you know, I chose this one because I've had great successes with it myself. Um, again, this is probably some of the vestiges for me for um, from corporate America. <laughs> in working in operations for so many years in corporate America. This is one of the models that was often used and I just found it to be incredibly beneficial. So I wanted to make sure I, I brought this in because there are so many great things that you can see. It's important to have something in place that allows for adjustments and being okay with making them because we can't be rigid. Again, 2020 taught us we can't be rigid. This is not the time to be rigid. If data is telling us, that what we're doing isn't working. We need to take actions to adjust to meet our goals. If if the market changes and what we're doing no longer fits the market or what the market trajectory is, why continue in that fashion? If your consumers are telling you this isn't what we want, this isn't what's working, you want to be able to adjust to meet their needs and so that you can continue to have a viable business. That doesn't mean scrapping your business model or anything like that. It just means adjusting your plans and your actions based off of what is happening and what you're seeing from your own metrics and your own data. So you want to be able to do that. You want to figure out what in your business triggers that adjustment or that pivot that may be necessary. Maybe if you're, you know, 70% off of goal by the end of the quarter, uh, this certain type of marketing uh, is not working. You know, people aren't on Facebook. Maybe you need to pivot to um, Instagram or you need to pivot to a different way to meet your customers, whatever it is. It's that, what do I need to do? What's to, When do I need to um, make that decision that I need to make this change? So those are the five questions I want you to ask yourself as you work on your own goal planning for the year in this first quarter. We're already halfway through January, so we're, we know there is work to do because I don't like to just talk about anything, but I also like to be about it. I do have a goal planning guidebook that you can get today for free that can help you uh, with your goal planning and doing it in a way that follows the questions I've outlined above. I'll even throw in a PDCA model template so you can follow, the, follow that and use it in the right way. Uh, the link is also going to be in the show notes for all these tools. So you can take that, uh, you can go to the form to uh, sign up to get those tools emailed to you. Okay. 
Uh, now, please don't download this stuff and then just let it sit on your desk or on your computer or on your iPad. Please use it and keep it with you to refer to. Put it in the necessary filing system that you have, somewhere we can continue to reach back. Above all, keep them right in front of your face, especially what your successes are. What are your goals? Those things you need to keep right in front of your face. Make the general goals a screensaver or a background. Put them on your board in a big, bold letter so you can see them. You must remain focused and consistent. This is how you smash your goals and plans for the year. I know we all can do it. I have faith in all of us. I know we can see these things into fruition. That doesn't mean overworking or the grind all the time, sleeping on dime mentality. Please do not do any of that. <laughs> it means knowing what you need to do, doing it daily, and still choosing to take care of yourself and your team's well-being at the same time. I don't want you to lose sight of balance. Okay, because that is necessary to being productive and meeting goals. So don't forego your own well-being and doing the work. Make it part of your actions and see how much further you'll go and how much better you and your team's output will be. I have faith in you. Okay, so go forward, set your goal, define your successes, identify your KPIs, create that quarterly plan, adjust when necessary, and above all, crush those goals. Well, folks, that is the show. Crushing goals is complicated. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I pray that the questions posed helped you on your path to begin the work of goal setting and planning for the new year. Now, don't forget to download our guidebook from the Devane Collective to do your own goal setting and quarterly planning. I want to see you crush all of the goals this year because I know you are more than capable of doing so. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated page on Facebook. Follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Or you can check out my website, SheenaHunt.com. If you like the show, please rate, subscribe, and share with your family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you. So please stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.